Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. How can you weather the ups and downs of your company? Hello everyone, Kevin Cruz here. Today we're going to learn about navigating the business storm cycle. But first, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our newsletter at leadx.org. Each issue has actionable tips you can try right away to advance your career and to fulfill your potential. Visit leadx.org. Our guest today is a retired recon Marine, and while earning his Ph.D., he studied under the great Peter Drucker. Currently, he's the managing partner at Triumphus, which offers IT consulting services from startup through exponential growth to IPO. Our guest is Dr. Dave Hobson. Welcome, Dave. Thank you, Kevin. Proud to be here. Thanks a lot for joining us. And we're going to talk about surviving the business storm cycle in uh, just a minute. Uh, your, you know, your new book, I just, just read it, and I've got dog-eared pages all throughout. Um, I want to start, though, by asking a generic question that, that I always start with. Can you share with us a time, you know, maybe early in your career, when you actually failed, and what did you learn from it? Well, failure is probably the best way to learn. Uh, and I probably have a lot, but one sticks out really strongly <laughs> in my mind. Uh, back at Medical Logic, we were implementing an electronic medical record about 10 years before the world wanted one. And being young and full of Marine Corps training, I was just knew I knew the right answer for everything and implemented that the way we had designed it rather than the way the healthcare system worked. Mm. And so what I did was I left all the people in process behind and thought I'd done a terrific job and instead it was a horrific failure that my company then had to bail me out and uh, let me re-implement for free because I had completely missed the Pope. Wow. What would you, what would you say, turning it back, you just, um, instead of doing, doing it your way, you would have listened to the, to the industry or the market better? Well, I think that's where I learned about the equilateral triangle. The technology is the easy part. Loading software and configuring it is simple compared to getting all the people on board with the change and the why and the way they work and how can we make the system work as close as the way they work already to minimize the change to the development of the organization. Okay, so this is great. So this was, I mean... You know, uh, you 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 didn't know you'd be a, a famous author someday, but this was the seeds of it. So let's let's turn to your book, Surviving the Business Storm Cycle: How to Weather Your Business's Ups and Downs. And so, big picture, what is the business storm cycle? From from a real high view, the, we often look at businesses in a in a linear fashion over time or over revenue. But the point is, is that you go through fits of growth and fits of consolidation throughout a company's life. And you have to respond differently, both with people and process and sometimes technology, to weather both the, the huge growth cycle as well as to weather the consolidation phase. And if you do the three right, you can make them scalable so that you quickly can adapt to that change in the cycle such that the, the hurt on revenue and margins is minimized. Yeah, and listeners, you know, this is something that I saw, uh, you know, grown, doing several startups myself and being part of others, uh, and among our competitors, where sometimes, I mean, we would see, 
companies sort of taking off even faster than our own growth. We'd be a little envious and uh, of their success. But when they didn't slow down and didn't consolidate their gains, we then saw them flame out, and it happened over and over again. Um, and, and Dave, you, you referenced already, you know, the, the business triangle that, uh, you know, you, you talk about three different pieces sort of needing to be in balance. What, what are those? I look at it like an equilateral triangle, the technology at the base. You have people on one other side and process on the other. And you have to adapt all three of those to where you are in the current cycle. Failure to do one of those three sides will cause more hate and discontent than you really want and probably cause you to flame out. But the people part is obviously the hard part, getting people to buy into change, especially on the consolidation side. Um, they just flamed out from a huge growth spurt. Everybody's feeling like a failure, and this is where where our management skills come into play. This is where we really have to tell them that it's nobody's fault. Uh, we're going to consolidate here and do it again, and it's a normal cycle. So it, it's a hard leadership time. It really is. Yeah, and again, this is really uh, triggering some some interesting memories for me. And, and of course, um, listeners, you'll also often hear me talking about employee engagement and the drivers of growth, recognition, and trust. And, and employee engagement tanks when when growth of the business goes down, and sometimes there's layoffs or acquisitions, and people get freaked out about that. It's fairly easy to be a, a, an effective leader, even a popular leader, in times of growth. I mean, the the rising tide uh, analogy. Right. And, and yet we really earn our stripes as leaders during these tough times. And what I like uh, most about what Dave just said is to explain that this is normal. And so especially if you're leading, uh, you know, younger workers who haven't been through it before, it can seem scary. It can seem like, boy, leadership doesn't know what they're doing. We've got this all wrong. You know, old dogs, we've we've seen growth. We've seen economic growth spurts followed by recessions. We've seen companies, you know, grow fast and, and slow down. So I like I like a big key part of that is just educating people that it's a normal thing to have uh, these recurring cycles. And Dave, maybe for the, you know, the frontline workers out there or the, the new managers, young managers, mid-career professionals, what would you say, like, how can they apply this idea of, of the business triangle and the, and the storm cycles? Um, what's their takeaway? Because they're obviously not at the top of the organization pulling those levers to drive that technology. I think one of the key reasons that, that I wrote the book is it's a new view of how to look at, at the business rather than linearly. And to educate your team and to lead from that point of view that this is normal, we're going to go through this cycle we're going to bring all the people in process with us that we can. The technology is not a magic bullet. There, there's no black box to plug in and make all this go away. And don't worry, we're going to go back through the cycle again, and we have to be ready. And so at the mid-level or even at the entry level of management, the first thing to do is to understand it, and the second thing to do is to share it right. in a non-violent, or I shouldn't say violent, I'm a Marine, but in a, <laughs> a non-attack mode kind of way. So you're not bringing down what executive management is saying, and you're not you're not naysaying what the economy is doing. You're just saying, look, this is a different way to look at it than you learned in school, but it makes sense if you look back over, pick a company, Apple, Gartner, any of them, right. and they do this over and over again, and they reinvent themselves, and that's what we're in the stage of. Don't get discouraged. I love that, a stage of reinvention, an opportunity for reinvention, really. It is. Before we wrap up, Again, I like to challenge our listeners to get 1% better every single day. So what's something that uh, you can challenge them with? What could they go out and try to do today? 
So I I read another book, and I probably would not plug it, but I read recently another guy that is like me, a management thinker. And so what he is encouraging all his managers to do is to unplug mm. once a day for one hour, turn off the phones, turn off your monitor, sit back, close your eyes, and think about something that's important that needs to be done, not urgent. Well, I think that's that's great advice. I am a, a big productivity junkie, and it's counterintuitive, but often we need to slow down and stop doing things in order to actually get more productive and figure out um, where to leverage our time. Dave, what's the best way our listeners can find out more about you and your company? Well, there's several ways. Um, unlike our current political situation, I'm not a Twitter follower, <laughs> but I do have a couple of websites for you. Uh, one is DaveHopson.com, and that's where the book can be found and more about the theory behind it. And then our company website is Triumphus.com, which is Latin. Um, it's T-R-I-U-M-P-H-U-S.com. All right, friends, you've just been mentored by Dave Hobson. And don't worry, if your Latin is a little rusty, you can get those links and all the show notes over at leadx.org. Don't forget to check out his new book on Amazon.com or your favorite bookstore. And also, listeners, if you have ever gotten just one new idea or tip from the LeadX show, I'm hoping you'll hop on over to iTunes and leave a quick, honest review for the LeadX show. The more reviews we get, the more likely iTunes will be to show it off to other people. So until next time, remember, you don't need a title to be a leader. It's not about power or authority. Leadership is influence. How will you lead today?